video is really effective because it can be used in all stages of your sales process. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Outbound, where we talk about sales tactics to build better relationships with your prospects that lead to long-term customers. Today on the show, I have Haley Wilson. She's an account executive at HubSpot, and she's going to be sharing with us today some uh, tactics that she's seen be effective to build better relationships. So Haley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Joseph. Excited to, to be back and talk through one of my uh, one of my favorite things in Outbound. When it comes to Outbound, what's your secret sauce? What's that tactic or, or play that you go back to over and over again that's helped you build deep relationships with your ideal customers? I would say that the, the secret sauce for me has really been relying on video. I mean, funny enough, you and I are on like a video conference right now, but I would say relying on video for a couple of different reasons. One being it's, it's really easy to, to be personable and show emotion, right? In any sort of video outreach. But two, I would say video is really effective because it can be used in all stages of your sales process, whether you're using it in outbound, right, to, to try to gain interest for a call or a discovery, whether it's being used to kind of work your sales process, you know, sending a pricing walkthrough, a mini demo, things like that, I guess, depending on what you're selling, um, or even using video once someone's actually a client to welcome them on board, to help onboard them, to do regular check-ins. I found video to be a, a really successful way to not only build, but maintain relationships with with prospects and, and customers alike. So with video, I feel like a lot of people get kind of in, intimidated. Uh, and obviously, if anybody's watching this on video, they're going to see your an expert, you're a natural at it. Um, <laughs> but do you feel like when you first started recording videos that it came naturally to you? Like, because I mean, you you seem to me like um, a very outgoing person. You know, maybe uh, more more on the outgoing side of things. So you know, maybe that comes more naturally to you. But um, how was it when you recorded your first couple of sales videos? Yeah, I was definitely nervous. I think uh, a lot of times, especially in sales, we overanalyze or hyper focus on things and want to script every single little piece of it out. And, and that's what I was doing at first. But I found that uh, the more frequently I do video, of course, like anything, you get more comfortable with it as you get more reps in. Um, but two, truthfully, Joseph, I, I try to prep as little as possible when I'm making any sort of videos. And that's because it's going to be a quick bit of content you know, 45 seconds, maybe maximum a minute, minute 15 long. And so at first, I think I was really nervous because I wanted to script it out and I wanted it to be perfect. But as you do it more and more, you realize that that's really not what your prospects or customers care about. They care about the the quick value and the quick content that you can provide them in that video. And a lot of time, it's easier to do that organically than to hyper analyze yourself and over prepare yourself to make that quick bit of content. Tell me about a time when you've used video successfully. Uh, and what I what I'd like you to do is just kind of go into the nitty gritty details of of what this looks like in practice. Yeah, so I, I use video a lot, but I think one of my favorite times where I've used video successfully to to bring on a client was a couple of years ago during COVID. I was um, not at HubSpot; I was kind of working in the agency world, which is a whole different grind. You're selling on behalf of an agency and not necessarily, you know, a company that's on the stock market that everyone knows and recognizes. And so it was COVID and, and we were trying to get, um, you know, one, both creative in which the way that we 
did that outreach to, to clients, but two, also be sensitive to, to what was going on in the world and the fact that businesses weren't doing as great as they were and a lot of the world was on pause. And so, um, me and my, my team came up with this video prospecting strategy where we put together a series of around three to four videos, um, for our target clients doing an audit of, of what we perceived their marketing to be. So mm-hmm. video number one was, Hey, we're going to walk you through your website in a breakdown of like a, a score, right? That, that we're going to give your website based on, you know, SEO, the technical aspects on the back end, how fast it loads, things like that. Uh, number two, we're going to do a walkthrough of your social media pages. So what platforms are you utilizing? What are some, again, quick wins or quick pieces of improvement, um, ideas that we may have that we can provide in the, the video? And then three, I think we did a competitor audit. So, hey, here's this video for you. Check out what some of your competitors down the road are actually doing and, and ways in which we think that you may be able to, to match or improve on that. And so we created this kind of super, super custom video series for all of our target accounts that provided that value wasn't necessarily insensitive to the fact that there was a lot of crazy stuff happening in the world. And at the very least, they were going to get some sort of value, right? After watching that video, whether or not they decided to work with us or not. And funny enough, one of a, a healthcare company that we, we were targeting, um, here where, where I live ended up biting. Um, and we ended up bringing them on for a branding project, which had absolutely nothing to do with any of the videos that I actually sent. And then after working with us for several months, they actually ended up turning into a full-time retained client for us. And so, um, successfully, I think the video worked there because again, of course, we're all trying to sell something. That's our job as salespeople, but we were able to provide that value up front that was just, you know, able to build uh, enough of a relationship to start our conversation, which eventually led to, to, you know, an annual partnership. When it comes to creating video, you know, I feel like a lot of salespeople, if, you know, especially if people are familiar with Vidyard or a tool like that, you know, you yeah. hear create video, create video, create video. Um, but what are, what are some actionable steps for people who are on the fence and they go, okay, I'm listening to this. I could see the value in it, you know, especially if you're doing something that's personalized and custom like that. Um, but what are a couple of actionable things they can do to actually get started? Yeah. So I think there are a few, right? One is obviously downloading and using something like a Vidyard or a Loom to, to send out those videos. They're both free. So I think that that eliminates that kind of initial barrier of not having a platform to do it on, right? Um, but I think number two, just record some test videos, get in front of the camera, make a couple of, you know, very quick, uh, canned bits that you could potentially use as an opener, right, to send out in an initial um, email to someone, whether that's just an introduction to yourself, whether that's an introduction to your, to your organization or what you do. Maybe it's kind of a, hey, Joseph, I'm talking with marketers that are dealing with X, Y, and Z every day. Does this apply to you? I think making a couple of, of practice videos and kind of canned bits that you could potentially use over and over again, um, would be a really great place to start, um, and give yourself some of that different content that you may be able to, to leverage, honestly, right off the bat, whether it's via, you know, an email or a LinkedIn message. Um, I think it's, it's pretty easy to get started. You just got to build up the confidence to get there. All right. So you get a tool like Loom or, or Vineyard or something like that. Um, and then you're recording yourself doing a basic script, but then the idea would be you'd have portions in there that you'd customize for the person that you're sending it to, some kind of personalization. Am I 
on the right track with that? Yeah, absolutely. And maybe, you know, we lead with or you lead with an initial kind of more of a scripted, canned video. And then as a follow-up step two or three, it's something that's a bit more tailored. Maybe you pull up their website and are talking through some recommendations you have. Maybe you simply just pull up their website just so it makes them look twice and say, oh, wow, this video is actually for me. You know, Joseph recorded this video for me and not for anyone else. Um, I think that that's a, a really great place to start. And right when you do that personalized touch, you can even blast that out to multiple folks at at, at, an, at one organization. So I make one video for HubSpot, for example, um, that's still customized, still obviously tailored, but then I could use it to send it out to, you know, however many managers, VPs, how, whoever you're trying to target um, at an organization, you can kind of repurpose that one piece of content for five, six, seven, you know, who knows however many people and still have that um I think it still gives it that very like relationship driven feel to it. Yeah. One thing that you said that really stuck out to me there was going on to their website to make it feel like it's for them. I mean, just to show that it's for them and that stands out because this wasn't a sales situation, but I, I had somebody that was looking to come work here at Proofpoint and um, she had sent me a message on LinkedIn with a video in it and it was on my profile to start out with. On LinkedIn. So it was really clear that she was making this video for me. And then she went to our website where the job description was and she talked about why she felt like she'd be a good fit for the role and why she wanted to work at Proofpoint. So it was very personalized and it made a huge difference. I mean, um, she was way underqualified for the position, but we still interviewed her because she had reached out that way. And she was the only person that did. And so, you know, the those tactics really stand out. I mean, and I think that might be the only time I've had somebody or maybe one or two times I've had people reach out with a customized video like that, period. Yeah. So, you know, it really is underutilized for how valuable it can be. Right. And I, and, and again, you probably, Joseph, get at least, at least a handful of sales emails every day. I know even I get sales emails and I'm just a, you know, an individual contributor. I'm a, I'm, I'm a regular person. So I can't even imagine what the inbox of, of someone like you and, and other, you know, managers and VPs and directors looks like. And out of all those, you know, emails that are coming through, I mean, I would imagine zero or close to zero have any sort of video in them. And so I think a lot of, of, you know, being a successful, um, salesperson in regards to outbound, it's how can I very, very quickly, you know, separate my message and my product or my service from the noise. And I think video, especially in a, you know, virtual first world in which I think we still are in right now, video is probably one of the, the easiest, most cost effective and, you know, low barrier to entry ways to, to separate yourself. What's the number one piece of advice you give to somebody who's earlier in their career looking to close more deals through outbound? I think for, for folks that are maybe early in their career, just getting started in their career, or maybe have never had to focus on outbound and are now having to, to do that as a large part of their job. Um, I think the, the most important thing you could do is, is really educate yourself on your different buyers or your buyer personas and truly understand what problems, stressors, um, issues, right? They really face in their day to day. Again, right? We have to find ways and in outbound, you have to find ways to differentiate yourself from the noise. And if you can really speak their language and understand 
what problems they're dealing with and really put yourself in their shoes, um, that's going to, you know, I think really make you a, a success, successful salesperson. Cause a lot of people don't, they use that canned messaging, you know, copying and pasting the same sort of message to a salesperson as to a marketing person, as to a customer service leader or CFO. And the reality is all of our personas care about very, very different things. So I think educating yourself on what your buyers care about, what makes them tick, what makes them successful um, is really, really, really important no matter you know what industry or vertical you're selling in. That's great advice. Uh, well, Haley, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, look forward to the next time we get to have a conversation. Yeah, I can't wait and excited to, to listen to some of the other folks you bring on the show so I can keep learning how to, to make my outbound better too. 